0: A lot happening with the TTC, but a lot happening in our city as well. Uh, Christine Hubbard is uh, operations manager at Beck Taxi. Christine, thanks so much for coming on the show. I, I think it's an obvious question now. Are you seeing um, more of a demand for your services just in the last week, just in the last couple weeks, um, with all all the issues on the on transit?
1: So we've been seeing an increase in demand for for quite some time now, actually. And usually January. Uh, as an example, is is much slower than, say, November and December because parties have wound down. Mm-hmm. You know, in this January in particular, we haven't had that much extreme, certainly not extreme cold weather, but we're still seeing that demand. And I, I can't attribute it to one thing or a couple of things, but I've been hearing from customers for months now, actually, that they're concerned, especially about their their kids going to school or young, you know, teenagers, young women... Um, getting on on the T P C for you know it's been going on for quite some time
0: that's a really interesting one and I think you raised two great points about January one uh, there's just a lot less happening retail obviously slows down a fair bit and uh, and shopping slows down and a lot of times retail and shopping is linked with meeting somebody for a drink or taking your family out for dinner or going to, um, you know, going to the, the, uh, anything that's open for Christmas, but you're noting, you're obviously hearing from people wanting your services more because of safety and security.
1: I think so. But, you know, the big concern here is that it's just not sustainable for people. I mean, Mm -hmm. yes, it's great that taxi drivers are busy right now. There's no question about that. You'll not see sort of surge pricing from us as an example, you know, as compared to other transportation apps, but we, um, you know, see the need for a, a reliable and safe public transit system. I'm raising two teenage daughters right now. You know, we are taking uh, a lot of precaution and really second thought when it comes to the idea of them getting on the TTC these days.
0: Yeah. And and it's so, I think we all look at this and say, um, obviously these aren't just issues with transit. Obviously there's issues in, in the city itself. We had the terrible incident happen Friday afternoon at Young and King with the elderly woman getting um, knocked down and pushed down. So we're all going to lose if we don't solve some of these issues. There's certainly, and, and you I think you're making the case, this isn't just a transit issue. This is something that, that we all have to combat in the whole city.
1: Absolutely. I think this is impacting everyone. As you say, you know, you could be walking down the street. I think we heard about uh, a woman downtown who was poked with a syringe by a stranger. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the this focus on the TTC, well, absolutely. You know, for me, a a safe transit system, you know, that's good for our city. A healthy city, you know, requires uh, a reliable safe transit system. But this really is impacting all of us. And I just I just hope that the people we've entrusted to take care of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, our most vulnerable people in our community and and very much, you know, we want to make sure that the people who are um, suffering from homelessness and who are suffering from you know this mental health crisis, they're not the bad guys. And they need help and they need our support. And I think, you know, we really need to look at this as a, as a healthy city, as a whole situation and, and hope that our government can, can do, has the tools, is qualified and cares enough to take care of all these people.
0: That's very thoughtful and, and well said. Christine Hubbard's our guest on Toronto Today on 640 Toronto. Do you have enough drivers? You got, if you've got more demand than you usually would have in January, especially for the last three Januaries, at least, do you have enough drivers to, to meet the needs?
1: Absolutely, we do. And, and you know, the great thing is that taxi drivers, uh, you know, our drivers in particular, they they see and hear what's going on in the city and they'll change their uh, behavior in terms of when they come out on the roads and, and how much that they're working. And, and we're seeing new drivers coming in, more vehicles coming into our fleet. So, you know, our, our industry really does respond to the demand. And the great news is that drivers are busy. But the, the scary part is that, you know, as much as everyone else is, um, impacted by you know, the incidents that we're hearing about taxi drivers as well. We had a driver uh, in December who, who recognized that there was a woman who was trying to get out of his taxi to jump off the Millwood Bridge. And we, you know, he had the wherewithal to recognize what was happening, took her through um, the Tim Hortons drive through a couple of times, offered to talk while emergency services arrived. And it was just, mm. um, you know, this is impacting everyone. And as much as taxi drivers are busier, and we're, we're happy to hear about that, um, you know, they're impacted by this as well, you know, in their own families, too.
0: Well, we know taxi drivers are delivering babies now, Christine. So no, I, I wouldn't necessarily make an appointment. I don't know that there can be a lot of, you know, I don't think you want to meet midway through your second trimester with a taxi driver and make a plan uh, for the That's due date. But but in an emergency circumstance, that was an amazing story a couple months ago.
1: It really was really exciting. I mean, Vernon was just such a. I mean, I try to imagine. So, my dad, like both my grandfathers, were taxi drivers, and I try to think about what my dad would do in that situation. I would choose Vernon, who was there a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Many of our dads and grandparents didn't didn't have a, a great back. Just look at their biology marks in high school, and you realize this would be a, this would be really not a good idea. Last thing for you. I mean, you you brought up your teenage daughters. What is their level of confidence? Because we often. We often think now, well, teens feel impenetrable. They'll go here. They'll go there. We all were teens once as well. We all took chances. Do they say, I don't feel as safe, or are you telling them as a parent, I want you to do a little bit extra here. Like, the temperature's a little higher than it usually is. What's the interaction like?
1: It's absolutely a combination of both things. It's, you know, you've been telling your kids. I've been telling my kids since they, you know, could understand what I was saying. Be careful. Be aware. Make sure, you you know, you're you're looking around. You're, you know... Don't be looking at your phone, obviously, from the time it yeah. feels like it they've had them since they were born. But the reality is that it's they're talking about it. We need to give our teenagers and our kids more credit because, you know, again, they're riding the TTC every day or they're walking every day. They hear about what's going on. Obviously, social media, the stories are coming out there. They're all talking about it. And I think, you know, in large part, we could maybe benefit from listening to them a little bit more about what they're seeing and, and how they're responding.
0: I think all that is makes makes perfect sense to me. Hey, have a great weekend. Thanks very much for the chat today. It was great to great to have you on.
1: Appreciate it, Greg. Thanks so much. Have Cri- a good one.
0: Christine Hubbard, operations manager at Beck Taxi. She's right also. Like, I just think, I think we're, where teens are right now, as she's saying that, I'm just thinking the ease by which you're able to take things off teenagers has changed. Like, we're wearing commodities now to people that would want to steal from us. And I wouldn't think that was the case if I'm a 14 year old in 1986 and I'm in the city and I'm taking. What do I have? What, what do you really want? My shoes I bought for 30 bucks. I don't have headphones. I don't have a cell phone. Like you, let's say you can. You get headphones, cell phone, and a pair of 150 shoes. Which, by the way, it doesn't seem to stop people. Economic circumstances just don't seem to stop people from wanting the nicest shoes. I suppose we had a little bit of that. I think it's exponentially more like that where kids are, are like, I have to have these shoes. You, you could be taken. you could, I'm just saying this, you could mug a kid and take about 500 bucks worth of retail off them within the span of about 15, like why would you rob a variety store? Are you going to get 500 bucks? No, but you're going to get goods worth 500 bucks. That's why it's more concerning for parents like that. That's why it's more concerning for kids. It's way, way more of a problem than it used to be.